You're listening to Doctrine and Duty, podcast of Brian Ray, Senior Pastor of Alexander Baptist Church in Chesapeake, Virginia, where biblical theology meets everyday Christian life. Greetings, beloved, in the strong and wonderful name of King Jesus. Merry Christmas! Tis the season. Feliz Navidad. Happy birthday, Jesus. Happy birthday, Jesus. Hmm. Reminds me of a song. There is a song that I love. It's closely connected to my family. We love to sing it all year long, but especially at Christmas. It is uh, the Christmas carol number four that we are dealing with this month uh, during the season of Advent uh, for Doctrine and Duty. So welcome to this episode, uh, the fourth uh, in a five-part series about the Christmas Christian carols. And today we're looking at the first Noel. Noel is a French Latin word, <laughs> French slash Latin word that means uh, birthday. Uh, many believe that it was used in such a way that you could actually say Noel and it would be equivalent to us saying happy birthday today. So when we sing the first Noel, we're actually singing happy birthday to Jesus. I think that's pretty pretty cool, pretty great. Well, um, as we look at these words, I'm, I'm, I'm very intrigued. Um, there are actually six verses, um, and I must admit that I have only uh, sang probably three of them. Uh, the first one. They looked up and saw a star shining in the east beyond them far into the earth. It gave great light, and so it continued both day and night. And by light of that same star, three wise men came from the country afar. Boy, we haven't heard that one. The first one actually says, The first Noel the angel did say was to certain poor shepherds in fields as they lay. In fields where they lay, keeping their sheep on a cold winter's night that was so deep. So I gave you the second one first, the first one second. The third one says, And by the light of that same star. The fourth one says, This star drew nigh. Fifth one, they entered, then entered in those wise men three. And then the last, which we do sing, then let us all with one accord sing praises to our heavenly Lord that hath made heaven and earth of naught, and with his blood mankind hath bought. So, uh, let's let's look at this. By the way, I'm in the midst of preaching through Luke's gospel, chapters one and two, and um, it's basically a, a been a five-part series covering all aspects of Luke chapter one and Luke chapter two. Uh, through verse 20. Uh, I'll be covering that on the last, uh, I guess the 19th will be Luke 2, 1 through 20. And and you have <clears throat> you have Luke 2, 1 through 20, and then you have Matthew's Gospel 1, 18 through 25, which tells the Christmas story. And then in chapter 2 of Matthew's Gospel, you have the wise men coming on the scene. So there's, there's, a, lot of <clears throat> there's a lot of struggles, a lot of issues, considerations, because we have a manger scene. In the manger scene, we have a stable. We have animals. And uh, we have typically an angel on top of the stable and a star somewhere thrown up in the sky. And we have shepherds and their sheep and the wise men. So it's like we've taken Luke 1, Luke 2, Matthew 1, Matthew 2, and we've kind of thrown them in a soup bowl and stirred it up and kind of just poured the bowl out, and out jumps this manger scene that we currently have in our homes slash churches today. So let's get to some some realistic truths, and to do that, we're going to look at this, this hymn, 
the first Noel. Now, I said it's important to my family, obviously, because we have a daughter named Noel. <clears throat> it's not N-O-E-L. It's N-O-E-L-L-E. Uh, but she was <clears throat> and is our only daughter. And so it's a special song just because of the name. And uh, no, she wasn't born on Christmas Day. She was born in November uh, and, and lots of other reasons. But she's definitely a gift from God. As a matter of fact, all of our kids, their names mean God's gift or the gift of God. So uh, there you have it. Let's look at the first line. The first Noel, <clears throat> by the way, sorry, I have a frog in my throat this edition. That happens from time to time. The uh, weather change uh, this week definitely brought that on. The first Noel, the angel did say, the first, I guess you would say Christmas, the first happy birthday, the angel did say, was to certain poor shepherds in fields as they lay, in fields where they lay, keeping their sheep on a cold winter's night that was so deep. Well, there's a lot of things to be said about verse 1. Um, an angel, obviously, came and spoke to the shepherds. The angel did not sing happy birthday to Jesus. Uh, the angel did not say Merry Christmas. Um, as a matter of fact, um, we can ask the question, what did the angel say? Interesting. Literally, the Bible says in the same region, Luke 2, verse 8, there were shepherds out in the field keeping watch over their flock by night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. So, that's what the angel says in the song. And I love the song. I love singing the song. The more I look deeper into the song, uh, the hymn, the carol, I'm, I'm not as impressed as I once was. To certain poor shepherds in fields as they lay, in fields where they lay keeping their sheep on a cold winter's night that was so deep. It could have been winter. It could not have been winter. We... You know, we celebrate Christmas on December 25th. That date was decided somewhere in the 4th century A.D. So we're not exactly sure what time of year. It could have been winter. It could have been December 25th, and that wouldn't have been too cold for them to be out <clears throat> in their in the pastures keeping their sheep. Many believe it, it wouldn't be that cold at all, and yet the verse says on a cold winter's night. So, so the verse is taking probably tradition over the scripture. So, and by the way, sadly, this is really disappointing. Don't want to, you know, you know, bust anybody's bubble, burst anyone's bubble, but uh, it gets <clears throat> it gets worse. In verse two, they looked up and saw a star shining in the east, beyond them far, and to the earth it gave great light, and so it continued both day and night. <clears throat> now, when you read about the shepherds, and I read to you. Uh, four verses about the shepherds. Um, by the way, after that, it says, Suddenly there was with an angel the mo a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. What are they going to see? A star? I don't think so. And they went with haste, and they found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, the baby... They made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child, and all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. And Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart, and the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, as it had been told them. They worshipped, they praised, they told, they testified, all because of Jesus and all because of uh, the family that they saw. There's nothing about a star. Could there have been a star? Sure, there could have been a star. But the star is nowhere to be found in this Christmas story from Luke's Gospel, and it is certainly not to be found having anything to do with the shepherds. 
Um, as a matter of fact, we have to get to the book of Matthew. We have to get past the Christmas story to chapter 2 and verse 1. Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose, and we have come to worship him. So at some point in time, a star rose after Christ was born or at, at his birth, and it was such a star that it alerted these wise men from the east that, hey, uh, this is a new star. And to them, a new star meant the birth of a king. And so that put them on their journey. And so it says, by they looked up and saw a star shining in the east, referencing the shepherds. Now, if, if, if the author, <clears throat> which we're not sure who wrote it, but if the author had written that, the wise men looked up and saw a star. That would have been fine. But it doesn't mention the wise men until verse 3. And a matter of fact, it, it, it clearly delineates the shepherds from the wise men. Because in verse 3 it says, And by the light of that same star, three wise men came from country far. So, ah, man, I struggle with this. My, my bu bubble has been bursted. I am saddened over this truth that this great hymn is not theologically accurate. Well, is there any saving this hymn? Well, let's, let's go to the last verse. Then let us all with one accord sing praises to our heavenly Lord that hath made heaven and earth of naught, and with his blood mankind hath bought. I'm intrigued that the last verse can be so theologically and biblically rich and accurate, why couldn't the second verse be that way? This last verse says, let us all worship our heavenly Lord. And then it describes King Jesus, that heaven and earth he made of naught. We know that God created ex nihilo, out of nothing. There's no big bang. There's no other crazy stuff going on out there. Um, just like you can't take a bunch of random pieces of paper and shake it up in a, you know, in a bag or put a firecracker under it and blow it up. And out of that explosion, there will be an Amazon cardboard box wrapped up and sealed for you. That's not going to happen. Even more so, did humanity get on this earth from some sort of big bang? That's another sermon another day. So Jesus Christ, the Bible tells us in the book of Colossians and other places, is the agent of our Father's creation. So yes, he made heaven and earth of naught, of nothing. And it says, and with his man blood, mankind hath bought. Yes, we know that the blood of Christ satisfied the just wrath of Almighty God. The blood of Christ is the price that was paid for our redemption, our rescue, our deliverance, our being set free and being liberated. So this last verse, I hope it redeems the rest of the verses, but I just wish verse 2 was different. Noel, 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 born is the king of Israel. That's the refrain you hear over and over. So uh, there's my take on the first Noel. This is the fourth in a five-part series. Uh, part one was, O Come, All You Faithful. Number two was, Joy to the World. Number three is, O Little Town of Bethlehem. And now this fourth edition is the first Noel. Hey, I'll be back with you next week, and we'll take a look at that famous Christmas carol, Hark, the Herald Angels Sing. Until then, remember that I love you more than that. God loves you. Join us online or in person here at Alexander Baptist Church and share the love 
and publicize and promote doctrine and duty. You take care now. Merry Christmas. You've been listening to Doctrine and Duty, a podcast of Alexander Baptist Church, located at 4316 Pamela Court, Chesapeake, Virginia. Join us Sundays at 10 a.m. and find us online at abch.org.